This is not a drill. What's the wave? It's back on the airways. What's going on, everybody? My name is Brandon. Joined by my compadres, Tyler and Nate. How we doing? What's up, my guys? <laughs> it's been a while. How many times have I said this? Every time we do an episode. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, in other words, we ain't going to get into all the nonsense. We're going to get straight to the point. We want to... Get, you want to get some stuff out there because it's been a while. I've had some stuff in my mind. I know these two have had some stuff in their mind too. So let's get right into it. So what do you want to talk about first? I, we even playing this a lot. You want to talk about AV first? We could definitely talk, let's talk about, about my God. Yeah, we could definitely talk oh, about man. AV. Um, Risen, see, see, <laughs> see, I'm oh, not, boy. I'm not even sure of how many people have seen the video or not seen the video, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people have seen the video. But for those who haven't, it was a situation. AB was on Instagram Live per usual, and cops were outside of his house, and apparently his baby mother was outside of his house with two kids, and apparently she was trying to steal a Bentley, and AB went absolutely off the freaking rails because of it, which is understandable, by the way, but. But the two kids was present as AB won a profanity lace rant on the police mm-hmm. in front in front of the kids and the baby mother and um I think I kind of want to go first on this I kind of want to say a little something that I'll let y'all chime in but this is sad it's it's, it's a sad and <laughs> it's sad from the standpoint that. We all know, like I, I think I said on, on our previous occasion, I think AB has CTE. I think Levante's birthday completely scrambled his brains, but um, <laughs> definitely it's not funny. It's not, it's funny, not funny, but it's but true. Yeah, yeah. It's true, yeah. but he acting a little nutty right now. A little is an understatement. That rap song, like, was the ice on the cake. And by the way, if you haven't listened to that song, keep it that way. But besides, the, that's besides the point. Don't I got like a million on uh. Yeah, because everybody was, it's curiosity. Everybody wanted to know what it was. It was horrible. The video looked like it was. The video probably, yeah, listen, the, the theatrics was pretty good, I would you say. Didn't but, views, though. Well, yeah, of course, because he's AB. He does, he does stuff like that. But um, the kids had to be present for their father going off the rails. Yeah. And I think that's the saddest part about that, if we really want be serious for a moment. But I know Tyler has some thoughts about this, and he thinks it's pretty funny, so I kind of want to hear what he has to say. I don't think the whole situation funny, but certain aspects, the uh, the candy that he had, I'm not going to say what it was. Yeah, just know, listen, we, listen, we're world, world mature folks. World mature folks. <laughs> I, I understand, we're, we're, laughing, I, I understand, I, I understand we're on Anchor Airways. <laughs> we go on Pod, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google. Check us out. But listen... We all mature here. We can just say, bro had a, a bag of baby penises. <laughs> he had a he... bag of, <laughs> a bag of uh, gummies. You know, paraphernalia that I don't want to get into. See, that that's, that's the thing. I don't want to say gummies because, wait, it wasn't really like was, gummies gummies? Yeah, it was like The, the Dion Waiters pack? No, no, no. It wasn't the heat pack. Stop that, man. Oh, you a heat pack. I forgot. Stop that, man. Stop that. Listen, bro. That boy was flying. I'll tell you this, hey, he had a lot going on. Mm -hmm. They didn't want him. He was on that plane. He was on that plane tweaking. (laughs) (laughs) He was on that plane shrimping. Leave Dion alone, man. He he losing his hair. He getting minute restrictions. Leave him alone, man. Wasn't he on a cruise on his day off or something like that? Something like that. I won't be surprised. But but let's let's get back on the Dion pack. Let's 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 get back on topic. But in all seriousness though. Right. Let me try to 
keep my composure. I think I won't go the CTE route that you're going, but I do think that Antonio Brown has he has poor judgment and he does things on impulse. And he has a history of doing things on impulse and then trying to backtrack later. The whole back the whole live thing with uh Mike Tomlin. With Mike Tomlin. That was impulse. The um I think that's I think that's an honest mistake in my opinion, but Right, but it's also it's poor judgment. Poor judgment. Well, and he's exactly. telling you, let's not do this, and you would call him like, right. like it's just right. He has that. He has the uh, you know issues with the Raiders that he had. I won't get into it. The Patriots, where he was signed with the Patriots, and he texted a girl. That's poor judgment. I just think he has a lack of judgment, and he does things on impulse because he's AB. You know, he's gonna get an audience and a crowd, and then he tries to backtrack and apologize later, and it's just like a it's an ongoing cycle. I think that. I don't know. Do you think we're gonna ever see AB back in the NFL? It's 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 crazy because the league is full with guys. Well, I don't say full with guys, but there's some guys who shouldn't be in the league that are in the league. I oh. I talked about Rich Incognito in one episode. He shouldn't be in the he league. He definitely should not be in the league. He should definitely not be in the league. But like the guys that like do bad things in the league, they're kind of like low profile. Like you, like you wouldn't really recognize them out in public per se. So it's like. You kind of get leeway with it, but like, oh, you're doing this, but it's not going to bring negative backlash to us because nobody really knows you. Mm-hmm. As opposed to AB, everybody know AB. Yeah. All the antics and everything. So if they let him back in the league, then I don't know. It's just going to be bad. Like, uh, worse than Kaepernick. It's just bad. Yeah. 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 Cause like if, an it, yeah. yeah. And there should be an uproar because I, I know it's like, I know it's a black versus black thing, but I, at the end of the day, I think when you divide a team, from a a business and on field aspect, that's something you can't have on a team. Mm-hmm. And granted, Captain would probably do the same thing, but that'll be the media spreading the narrative, not him. That's right. that's that's the difference. But name it, you want chime in? The Bentley stays. Oh no! Don't <laughs> that's say all, that. That's all I gotta say. That my was a, said, that that's quotable, and we're gonna see it on some captions. That's but, definitely my but, caption of twenty twenty. The Bentley stays. Of course, <laughs> the Bentley. I don't care what you it is. Bugging, but I, 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 I mean, I mean, listen. Who would you have to say that to? I mean, who heard you? Listen, I ain't mean, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the Bentley stays. That's all I care about. But in all seriousness, I feel like AB at this point, it's a mixture. But I, I know it's definitely CTE. I pray that it's not. You know, I, I don't wish that for nobody. But at AB, you need some help, man, because I respect you as a player, but the NFL is doing you wrong, and you know that, and you're not, you're, you're basically you don't taking, care. yeah, you're taking you, the wrong you steps. And, and, yeah. and he says things like, I don't need the league, I can retire tomorrow, I'll be okay. Then he backtracks but, and apologizes. And- just to go back to another team, and then that fails, and then you're mad at the NFL again. Right. And I think one thing that I think people have, like, forgotten about since AB's antics have just been ridiculous is this accuser where she's been ever since that thing came out. Right. You I know, think that whole thing was false. I, it, it, it has to be because didn't she get married like not so long after the accusations came out? I not nothing about the lawsuit. I think that might have been dropped or something. Yeah, it had yeah, to be because yeah, I haven't heard anything heard. about it. That's the only thing I'll defend so AB That just showed you his poor judgment because it was no validity to it but because you did your antics and you made it into a thing now you lost your job for potentially... A false narrative. Exactly. Because I'm pretty sure we have guys in the league who have, like, crazy antics going on. I think Mike Thompson's head down that route. I don't know if y'all saw what he was doing on Twitter 
recently. He no, was I'm he was basically saying, oh, um, he. The Vikings lost, and he was just talking a lot of crap on Twitter. And he was saying, like, oh, I had this many catches on, on um, broken fingers and stuff like that. But it's just like, you do realize your team lost, right? Hmm. Like, we don't care. I think he's just frustrated. Yeah, I mean, of course he's frustrated because this was a team that's supposed to be in the Super Bowl. But at least that's, that's like, supposed to win. Was a team, I, mean, I mean, granted, the Vikings are a very good football team, but the Saints should have won that game. You're at home. Right. You're, you're on this little revenge tour from last season. Granted... There was some shoddy play calling, but at the end of the day, that can't right. continue to be an excuse for why y'all can't make the Super Bowl. Right. Like it, it like at what point are you gonna are, is the 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 vibe gonna change? And and you know, considering we don't know what Drew Brees' future future is, that's gonna be up in the air. Yeah, true. Their what championship you, winner might be closed. I think I think he's yeah. about to be done because the, this keeps happening. Yeah, I I mean I mean I because it's like at one point I'm forty one, forty forty one years old. It's it's one of those, but it's like yeah. at what point what what is what is enough? When when is the 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 nonsense with the officiating yeah, or just 40. the under forty one? Yeah, okay. forty one. Yeah. Well, like when is the underachieving going to stop? When are we gonna accomplish the goal that we said you know in preseason we're gonna do? Right. You know, it's that rant was like football related. It's football related, but, it, yeah. but but at the at the end of the day, you just don't want your star receiver to do that because we've seen the route that star receivers have taken in the past. We do not need another diva wide receiver. Yeah, they're they're the, the divas of the Yeah, they're they're the divas and it's just like it's like, you know, it seems inevitable for a wide receiver to become a diva. It's because you you gotta think about it. They're in the spotlight scoring. They're actually in the, the right. end zone right. scoring. That's what the camera wants. Right. So they're gonna feel like well, I'm the spotlight of the show. Mm-hmm. Quarterback passed me the ball. Right. They're all going to feel like that. Right. right. And then a lot of these guys have been groomed that way their whole lives. Their whole they, lives, bro. They've mm-hmm. always been groomed to be those, those alpha receivers, you know, those alphas. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with that. But, um, um, AB, um, hopefully <clears throat> your friends come out and tell you something. Where Where are your friends at, bro? Let me, yeah, let Drop me just that say. Mixtape yeah, too, yeah, let me I'm say. Let me Jesus that mistake gonna be fire. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> he gonna have you ever you ever heard no Vaseline? He gonna have one of those for Ben Watts. I'm dead. No uh you know something I heard something this morning that Big Ben deserves an apology. Hell no. Nah, he doesn't. No. Not not from I me. Won't say that. Not from me. I'm good. No. We I, all Ben Big Ben's a jerk. He's always been a jerk. That's why that video of him came out under that Webby vid, uh, Webby song. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, if, if y'all if y'all know what that yeah, is, go I'm check it. Out. <laughs> you need Twitter for that one. I gotta say, I go on Twitter and just you know look up Ben Roethlisberger and you'll see some things if you. Man, that you that man know. that man that trend was funny. The Marvin Harrison, the Carl Malone. The Carmelo one was wild. That Lamar Odom one was messed up, but Michael I, Harrison was funny. Mar- yo, that nah, the was, Aaron Hernandez. The Aaron Hernandez one was funny. Was funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. Nice. But I do, I do want to say this before uh, we get off. Uh, this, undefeated. This, undefeated. This topic though, I want to say this about AB. AB, you are another man, black man in the league that's about to be goaded. Literally a legendary person. Get those yes men that's around you screaming at those cops with you away from you. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the end of you. Talk about it. You need people that's going to support you in the right way. Mm-hmm. Yes, the NFL is doing you wrong, my boy, but them niggas next to you, they doing you worse. Well, <laughs> since when did we have Marshawn Lynch in the room? No, nah, you, 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 mean, you, mean, you mean Booker T? <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> 
We need a horn over that. But I, not, not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, I, I can't. All right, we were at 1150 with that, so I got you. But, yeah. oh, man. but I'm just saying, back to what I was saying, those people with you, my brother, you need them far away from you as possible. Yes, 100%. So let's let's move on. We got we got some real serious stuff to talk about. All right, next topic: Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, part of the high power offense of the Kansas City Chiefs, who by the way dropped fifty one points on the Houston Texans. He got seven interviews from NFL teams that was looking to fill vacancies. That included the Dolphins, not the Dolphins, the Giants, Redskins, Panthers, um, the Cowboys. No, nah, the Cowboys didn't be interview, interview him. Um, no. Uh, I forgot off the top of my head, but just know there was vacancies. He got seven interviews. Not one team hired him. A guy who's been a part of the high-power offense for the past two years has not been hired. And I think this is a time we start a dialogue about the Rooney Rule. The Rooney Rule was made in 2002 to implement a system where a black candidate gets interviewed by anyone who has to fill a vacancy for the head coach position. Let me just say, the Rooney Rule is absolute BS and it needs to be revised because I don't like to think that we even need to have a rule that a black candidate, we have to... There's a team that has to interview a black candidate. Why can't that be something that's unspoken in the first place? The fact that you're bringing someone along just to say, hey, we interviewed a black guy is in so inherently racist, in my opinion. And it's nonsense that we have to have this conversation every single year. But now it is more, it's more relevant now considering Eric Bieniemy should be a head coach in the National Football League. I don't want to hear the excuse that he's 50 years old. I don't want to hear the excuse that he doesn't call plays. He's still a part of what the Chiefs have built within the time frame that they have built it. These guys won the AFC Championship last year, then the AFC Championship this year. What's the excuse? Are, 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 we, are, we, are we sending the message that black men can't lead other black men? Are we sending the message that, that only, only white guys that, that have the connections... Like Joe Judge can be head coaches. Joe Judge. Jo- like, listen, Joe Judge is a wide special teams coach. The wa- there's a wide receivers coach for a Patriot team that they receive a stunk this year. Hmm. Now, granted, they have a lot of talent. They had Edelman. They had Nikhil Harry. They had Jacoby Myers, not Jacoby and Myers. Jacoby Myers. Oh, they had. They had. They have a lot of talent. But Tom Brady usually makes. Uh, Chicken crap, he makes chicken salad out of chicken crap. I don't know if that's a that's a that's a WWE saying, but um, but um, he gets a he gets a head coaching job because he he was under Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. My response to you is, who cares? He's a special teams coach. Who cares? You think a black man could get a a a, a job from being a special teams coach? No way. No. No, and I think this is, this is an issue that needs to be addressed. I want I want y'all thoughts on this because I go so much deeper than this, but I want to hear what y'all got to say first. Now, I have a quick question. I think we should go deeper. I have a quick question about the age thing, right? Mm-hmm. So even if they want to go with the excuse of age, you said he's 50 years old. Right. Pete Carroll is 63 years old. See, what I, what I mean by the age thing is I think a lot of people are straight away from going to the older coaches. No, yes, true. And that's the yeah. problem. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Is that if they want to go by age, there's so many 
older coaches there, mm-hmm. I don't think that him being 50 is a problem, especially if he's still winning. That's that's my thing, because it's like, he's, 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 he's 50 years old, but he's more of an offensive-minded a lot of guys in the league today. And that's the yeah. league's uh, game right now. Exactly. It's an offensive-minded game. Because if we're seeing the trend of the young, uh, freshly groomed white guy who's in his late 30s getting head coaching jobs... Mm-hmm. All because they have they have some type of connection like even like even Kyle Shanahan he's he's um, Mike Shanahan's father well well no that's right. Mike Mike Shanahan's son he's has a head coaching job now granted the 49ers are in an NFC Championship game but will he get that opportunity no Brian Schottenheimer hasn't gotten a head coaching opportunity but has he had coordinated opportunities one hundred percent and um, Sean McVay Sean Matt Lafleur yep. these are guys that have been put into very 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 high profile positions for high profile teams. Why is like what is Eric Bieniemy not just, like is he like not a good interviewer? Like does is he not a good a good interview for like teams or I I'm not understanding. I just feel like at this point if we're going to go with the younger coaches and things like that, why does it matter if they're young or old? They should just be winning. As long as they're winning and they're not, you know, Walking with a cane across the field because we're not back in the day like Vince Lombardi. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't. That's why Tom Collar got fired. Exactly. So, fifty is not an old age to be a coach. It's not perfect age. It's not at all. To be honest, I know a lot of fifty year olds that were geniuses. Exactly. So at this point, you should want that experience, especially from an offensive minded coach, especially since he got a a a young quarterback in uh, Patrick Mahomes. He knows exactly what he's doing. Right. So he knows how to work with younger players. They they love him. It's not like they have an issue. You know what the funny thing about this is, Um, Matt Nagy, the Bears coach, was there for the rookie season of Patrick Mahomes. Granted, he didn't play. No. Matt Nagy coached, uh, well, called plays for half of the season. He got the Bears job. Mm-hmm. Eric Bieniemy has made, Patrick Mahomes is an MVP already. Mm-hmm. He is the best quarterback in the league right now. Right now. Like, like we can talk about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson outplayed everybody because he, he, he used the dual threat and he had the team success. He's going to be MVP this year. But who's going to say someone's better than Patrick Mahomes right now? No one's better than him right now. But who, but, and, and, guess, and guess who's the offense coordinator for the two seasons that he has had where he's been an absolute animal? Exactly. It's been this man. And why can't they... I don't... So what is the point of this Rooney rule? That's the, that's the, the, the point. The point of the Rooney rule is, this, is to give black people opportunities, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. just to say we gave them a chance. And, and hell... The the Eagles had, had, had this happened to the Eagles. Deuce Staley, you remember yeah, Deuce Staley? Yeah, wow, wow. He interviewed for the job when yeah. Doug Peterson got the job. Mm-hmm. Do we think that no. a running backs coach, a black running backs coach, was going to get a job, a head coaching job? Come on now, what are we talking about here? My thing is, I feel like they just feel as though if hey, we have one black person interviewed, then that that's all we really need right. to say that we did our job correctly. Right. But that's a shame because at the end of the day, the Rooney Rule has been uh, placed in two thousand three, not two thousand two. Oh, two thousand three. Yeah, and gotcha. and the the craziest thing about that is there's literally only three black head coaches in the league, mm-hmm. and that Rooney Rule has been there for seventeen years. So y'all are telling me that there's nobody else in the league that can be you know a different, not even black, but just a different. Race than white. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's an issue there. You know the you know, it, it's 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 interesting because 
Herm Edwards just got his just got a college job. He's coached for Arizona State yeah. this previous season. Shout out Frank Darby. Jersey product, I feel it. Right. Um, um Herm Edwards was a Jets coach and a Chiefs coach. Now granted, there's there's there are people who still get opportunities. Now granted sometimes you get two opportunities, sometimes you get three. He only had two. And I think we could probably say at this moment in time, Herman Edwards is probably a better coach than Pat Shermer. Pat Shermer's had two opportunities as a head coach. And you wonder why, because Herm Edwards, I think everybody raves about him. He is a he's an excellent head of uh, football coach. He's an excellent leader. He's a motivator, and you can see you can, you can even see it while he was an analyst on ESPN. He is a leader, but he never got looks after he got he was with the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and I think that's an issue. Now, granted, even Mar- and Marvin Lewis got a uh, interview, but that was by the Cowboys. I don't think the Cow- the Cowboys knew who he was going to hire. They just want to bring in a black guy. Exactly. Right. So, I don't know. But Tello, jump in, man. Um, two <clears> things. <throat> I'll kind of piggyback off of what you said about how, not piggyback, but bring into context what you said about uh, what's his name, Eric. Eric uh, Bieniemy. Mm-hmm. You said maybe he's a bad interviewer, maybe this and the third. Um, Stephen A. Smith of the first take, ESPN first take. Mm-hmm. He mentioned that what they should start doing is that now when you interview somebody and they don't get the job, that you state why you didn't hire them. I told I, you yeah. have to don't just be like he wasn't our guy. You have to state what was it? Was it the interview? Was it the the resume? What was it that you didn't fit? You didn't think this guy fit your mm-hmm. program? Yeah, you that works mm-hmm. way better. Then you get a better understanding of all right, maybe this happened or this happened, and you can kind of justify why you didn't get him. Right. Second thing. To get deeper into this, <clears throat> the NFL is predominantly African-American in terms of players and personnel. Right. The owners in the NFL are white. Right. The overseers or the coaches in the NFL are mostly white. So you have this dynamic where you have these white owners giving these white coaches the ability to oversee all of these black, black players. And what that does is you kind of give out this narrative that black men can't lead other black men in a leadership role and in a growth role. I think that's an issue because that sets a bad a bad example to other people, right? You want to give people an, an, a narrative and an idea that black people can lead other black people. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of deeper. In order for you to understand... <laughs> Why there's only been what three black coaches in seventeen years? You have to kind of, you have to bring race into it, and you have to bring history, and you know, history repeats itself. Why are all of these white owners giving all of these white coaches jobs that you can see other black candidates can fit these roles? And until you kind of bring that into the table, you can't really get in depth of why. Mm-hmm. You won't get your answer unless you dig deep into, you know, race. You know, I I I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell white people something. I've seen a lot of y'all talking about it has nothing to do with race. It, it, it's really not a big deal. Y'all have coordinated jobs. I'm going to tell you one thing. Shut the hell up. We don't care. Who, 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 who are y'all to tell us how to feel about something like this? Right. Let me know. Because your people are all <laughs> over the sideline as the head people of these teams. I'm not even talking from a head coach. I'm talking from ownership. GMs too. Now there's only one black GM that's in the NFL right now. I think he resides with the Dolphins. Yeah. Now, I don't understand. Like I, I, the whole coordinator thing. Like, who's going to pay attention to a coordinator at the end of the day? 
it's always going to come down who is the head coach of that football team. Right, and nine times out of ten, the head coach picks his coordinators. Exactly. So really, it all falls back on the head coaches. Exactly. And I love what you said about you're giving an example to other people that other black men can't lead black men. What 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 does that say to the high school coaches that that's probably the who's probably fathering a kid who's playing football right now, mm-hmm. or just black fathers in general, like exactly. that? That's just not an example that you want to set. But but the 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 real thing in all this, they do not care. These are this is a boys club, and the boys club's gonna stay within the boys club, right. and nothing's ever gonna change and, too. But that's why we're not getting no evolution. Exactly because I like. What Talib was just saying, it's literally the same cycle history repeats itself. Mm-hmm. You have these these black owners who hire these white, I mean, these white owners that hire these white coaches that lead black teams. Mm-hmm. But where are all of these black owners and black people who are able to, or and capable to actually lead black other people, like other people? I'm so confused on why, like, like, history continues to do this and then they're telling us. That we're the problem, you know. What or, I'm or, or or we're just complaining about things that just doesn't really matter. Yeah, Ooh. and and like you're telling us, well, we're giving you a coordinator job, or you're you're here, or you're there. But at the end of the day, just like every other race and every other person, we want to be better and better and better. So if we want to be at the highest level to own a team and to be a head coach because we know that we can do it. Because you know how many head coaches are actually in high schools. Uh, that are black. A lot of them. A lot, a lot and of that's them. That's another point. A lot of black coaches, that black football coaches in high school, they're all black. You have a bunch of black coaches in the NBA, MLB, there's black coaches. What is it about the NFL where there's no black head coaches? But, and and also, the, I think there's the same issue with college. I think, I, I forgot how many FBS schools are there, but I think there's like 14 African-American coaches out of all of that. That's a problem. Yes. That is a problem. Especially with schools that's like, like Texas, Louisiana, mm-hmm. you know, like those, like those where most of the African Americans go. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, I think it's all um, politics, man. Yeah, it's it's politics. all politics. Yeah. It's all politics. Like you man. can you can lead them on the small scale, high school and all that. But when you get to this big level, you we don't trust you to do that. You. I feel like the the closer it gets to a million, that's when they, you know, the wider it gets, to be honest. Yeah, like, okay, like, now that like there's it, a big stage and there's money yeah. and all this involved, we, you can be a coordinator. And that's you the can't. thing. Mike Tomlin set the predecessor to all this. He's been a head coach since 2006, like 2006, 2007. And this, it means nothing at all. And, and absolutely no. And because he's been winning. That's the he's been winning. He has Other never had Belichick. a living, he's never had a losing season in his tenure. He's Not once. Winning, bro. That's the crazy part exactly. about it. And that's it why means I'm nothing stuck. at all. There's no impact whatsoever. But, I mean, other than Marvin Lewis, who set the bad predecessor for African-American coaches, you can't really, right. you can't really come and, up with a lot. And what year was uh, Mike Tomlin's first uh, Super Bowl win? 2008? Because he just he, he, he got hired yeah. and he yeah. just won. Because I remember them talking about that. Yeah, because um, cause, like, that's and the thing. Like, they, was, they was perennial contenders. Yeah. Like, even when, after Bill Cowell left, because that's a big transition, because Bill Cowell was someone who won pretty comfortably with the Steelers. Mike Tomlin came in, he, he picked up right off that, well, and were perennial contenders. They was in the Super Bowl in 2010 as well. They lost, but they were still there. So Literally, Mike Tomlin was a defensive coordinator for the Vikings from 2000 to 2006. Mm-hmm. And, no, 
literally 2006 to 2006, and then went to the Tampa Bay. Then he went DB to, coach, right? Yep. Then he went to the the Cincinnati Bears. And then he went to Cincinnati Bears. Bearcats. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my confusion is, once he got into the league, he all he did was win. So if he can do it, you can hire another black coach and say, hey, well, if we have a winning one here, maybe we can have another one. You know what's crazy? Guys like Leslie Frazier and Perry Fuel has been on stats, being a defensive coordinator for, for years. All they get is interviews. They never get real looks. They never get real jobs. Yeah. Never get real problem. looks. And yeah. I think... Even though you can make um a bad case for Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson had an eight and eight season one season, yeah. and he got fired from the Raiders. He got fired. Yeah. Now, granted, he he did crappy with the Browns, which was all his fault, by the way, because because I, I think we we saw with the Kevin Stefanski um hiring for the Browns head coaching job, it's it's a it's very. It's very owner-oriented um, dynamic that goes on there. And I think that's why Stefanski is probably built to fail. And that's why Josh McDaniels didn't get the job. Because these two, these uh, the, the brass of the, of the Browns is too heavily involved in football relations that, that takes place on the field. That can't happen as a recipe for disaster every freaking time. And Josh McDaniels is smart because he knew... What the heck was about to go on if he took that job? He wanted to clean house. Because, right. I mean, I mean, you have to. Do you have the same losing formula? You had all this talent on the team, and you did nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, who was really in the right? Come on now. It just seems the higher the market, the, the wider the person is. Exactly. All right. We could all agree the Rooney Rule stinks. It needs to be revised. Right. But we got to move on because we got to talk about some cheaters. So the ham has been put down the Houston Astros. AJ Hinch was AJ Hinch and Jeff Luno was event, was initially suspended for a year, but both of them have been let go by Jim Crane, the owner of the Houston Astros, because of the cheating scandal of 2017 when the year they won the World Series, where they were stealing signs and banging on the garbage can to signify what pitch is coming right. and had a hidden camera, correct? Correct. Multiple. Mo- hidden multiple cameras. hidden cameras. Now, we do know stealing signs is a part of the game, but we do know that hidden cameras should not be a part of the game. Right. And um, I have an opinion on this. I don't know if like this is like a legitimate thing because I think everyone cheats to a certain degree. I think the banging of the trash can was not really a bad thing personally it wouldn't have been a bad thing if, had you not had cameras exactly if the, if the cameras wasn't a like, thing i think the, like the, every sport does it where you kind of like like football they do it of course but you try to figure out the coverages figure out the calls mm-hmm. uh basketball you can't i mean it's kind of hard to do it in basketball because it's kind of like it's just, it's just it's just all it's, mind it's more so like reaction you react and you try to whatever yeah but every every sport every team tries to figure out their opponent's strategies and game plans mm-hmm. but you don't do it in the context of playing the game. You don't have technology from center field, camera. You have cameras in the dugout with cameras trying to steal signs in the midst of the game. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a different the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I you want to have like a, a day or two before, you kind of go over the, the cameras, you know, film, see how they, what do they do, how do they make the signs. That's no problem. But once you are in the game playing, technology should not be... I, I agree, but, but but here's the thing. Because... Um, Michael K, the Michael K show, Yankees broadcaster, brought up a good point. 
when you go into the locker room, when you go into the dugout, there's a there's film. Right when you like there's this there's, there's film rooms when you go into the dugout. And I'm pretty sure they go into the film room and say, Okay, this is what I gotta do, this is what I gotta do. Now if you consider that cheating, I mean then what I mean how are people supposed to scout their opponents? I know it's mid-game, but it's like you have that time to do that. I think they... All right, so I see how they do that in football where they'll, they'll literally... The play will go, somebody will sit down, and they'll show them what, right. what's going on. Right. I understand that, but that's also a different story. When when you're... There's, there's no way in football that I'm going to read a play... And then tell you the si- the signal that they're doing, and then tell you because it's coming. harder to do that. It's harder to do that. But in baseball, if you're literally having hidden hidden cameras and this and that, hidden, see that's the thing. Hidden cameras are different from the film that you that you're seeing because you could you could literally go back because there's probably a telecast that's going on inside the dugout. Exactly. Yeah. So the fact that there's already cameras, the fact that you have hidden cameras on top of the cameras that you can already see. Shows me that you're not trying to play the game. You're trying to cheat the game. No, listen. I'm not disagreeing with that point. My point is because there's other teams that's going to be tied into the cheating scandal now. We've got the Yankees. we got the Dodgers. And we hey, got the Red Sox. Hey, hey. That, listen, listen. I'm going to get to the Logan Morrisons and the Mike Fires of the world. Don't, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Get to the Alex Corvas and all types. Well, 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 well no. Whoa. I'm going to get to that because it's, it's different. Whoa. It's different. It's different. Why are we bringing that up? Because it's all tied into this. No more. It's all tied in. But my point, listen. My point is... Damn Astros. Yeah. If <laughs> if won the World Series this year, it wasn't for you. And and listen, it's gonna be annoying to to have teams that can't view film while in a dugout. Because if you're viewing film, that's different. That's different. Because I don't know if the if the film is going to tie into the hidden cameras like you like you were referring to. But if it, if it's film that's just like a telecast from the game, you cannot sit there and say they're cheating. Because yeah, that's, they, they, that's, 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 no, that's 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 not cheating. But if they're literally saying hidden cameras, that means they have probably hidden cameras that's showing just the other team. Right. And what they're doing and what the pitcher's doing and, and whatever else. Right. You understand? Right. So that I feel like once you add that element into it, like technology is now a part of the game in every game because now we have a replay system. Right. right. But what I'm trying to say is you can watch the replay system and the dugout on your break. I mean, on your, uh, you know, the timeouts, whatever's going mm-hmm. on. But if you have a hidden camera or a code that's going on where if you're banging on this, that's because you're watching the hidden camera. That's because you saw, you know, right. what that's these people point. are doing. It ruins gamesmanship. Yeah, it yeah. ruins the game because right. obviously every team could just have a hidden camera and then, yo, bang twice for right. uh, a fastball, bang once for a curveball. Anybody could do that. You know what's the sad part about this is? The Astros were such a loaded team in 2017. They didn't need they didn't the cameras. Need to do that. They didn't need to because they, it they to were such a loaded team. Bro. The Dodgers are, are, are the most notorious chokers of the last decade, and we know this. They would have choked. They would have choked themselves out of a World Series. They didn't need to do all this because yeah, it, 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 it just would they have gotten to the World Series had it not been for the cheating? Well, because yeah, they yeah, because the cheating kicked off with the Yankees. So, you know, let's, let's talk about that. Yeah, that's why I'm so mad because it's like question, right? What's up? Do you think you know they did? They fired the GM and personnel. Do you think that they should have a steeper penalty? Should it be a ban of some sort for the whole team, the whole organization? No. Uh, yeah. No. I, don't, I don't think so because to change history with stripping them of World Series, it's it sucks. That's why I don't like... They're getting stripped? No, no, no. no. I'm oh. saying the idea that people are bringing up that should be stripped. 
No, I don't. That agree. that I, I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous. Even even with college players who get their awards stripped from them, nah, yeah. or or even um yeah, Louisville, even though they beat my Michigan Wolverines in twenty thirteen, should they have their national championship stripped? No, who cares? They broke NCAA rules. Okay, cool. Did they cheat the game? No, they didn't. So what are we talking about? But going back to the point, I think that it's it's. Changing history is just too. It just feels dirty. Yeah. Because at the at the end of the day, the game has to be played on the field. And then if it's you che- confusing too. Like, all right, they didn't win that. Do you give it to the runner up? Do you? Like, how do you go about? Because because at, yeah, the, like, at the end of the day, uh, someone could cheat and still lose. Right. Like you know, the Astros were were that good that they didn't let, they they capitalized off of cheating. Yeah. They made the plays. The Dodgers didn't show up for that series. You know, at, you know when it really counted. When it really counted, this game six, the game seven, especially game seven. Game seven, they got, they got, they got, they got shut out. Yeah. That was like they, they got shut down. I don't know they got shut out. I remember the score, but they got shut down. So you can't to strip them of that prize. It's, it's not good. But that World Series is forever tainted. Like you could look because, because the, the world, like I forgot, it was, I think it was game five, game six. It's one of the best baseball games I've ever seen. But now I got, I'm gonna look back on them like yo. Were they cheating with this? Were they cheating with that? And yeah. and it's just a it's just a really it's it's a, it's a crappy situation that you gotta look back on because the game's being cheated. Yeah. And that but but also, there are people who's like, oh, Barry Bonds cheated the game. I support him. I mean, I mean that's a little well, different. Though, it's is is different because different it, 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 steroids it, it, and not knowing a pitch. You know, like, I I I I, I well because they both tie in because listen at the end of the day you may take steroids but if you can't recognize pitches then what is it good for? You can't, exactly, you can't hit anything. Exactly, <laughs> that's a totally different thing. Exactly. So they can't bring that up. That doesn't make any sense. It right? it don't. But there are some people who try to tie in everything and just like Pete Rose, they try to tie in what Pete Rose did. Now listen, if someone literally cheated the game, I don't know. Like with the Pete Rose, thing, I don't know if point shaving was involved in the whole betting thing that he was into, but literally, you're cheating. Like, if you're A.J. Hinch, you're cheating the game. If you're Alex Cora, you're yeah. cheating the game. Like, that's something. Alex Cora was on the staff, bro. Yeah. Listen, I understand he was on the staff, but we're not about to sit here and bash my A.J. Face. Hinch destroyed the cameras, but who put them back? My boy. Okay, then. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> we ain't got nothing to talk about, but... But real, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean to ramble on, but I got call out two players, who, Mike Fires and Logan Morrison. Mike Fires is the only reason why we know about this stuff. Now, I I understand gamesmanship. You don't want the game to be cheated. You literally won a World Series with the team, but you're snitching on them. D'Angelo. I I I hate to say, it, but you a hoe, bro. You a hoe. You and Logan Morrison. Mind your business. Why, 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 why are you trying to get yourself involved in something that probably that has nothing to do with you? That's now, granted, Mike Fies, he was a part of that team, but you know what? I understand if you play for the Athletics now, which which is a rival of the Astros. I understand that, but what do you gain out of doing that? You gain nothing out of it. And hell, I even searched his name because I wanted to see well how people was going to react. Because I always thought he was a hoe for what he did. I searched his name and there were some accusations that I don't think I'm gonna say on air because I could get sued for this. But 
I mean, you just gotta say allegedly. If you say allegedly, uh, allegedly, he over here DMing underage girls, but I, I, I digress with that. Oh God! If, if that, if that, if that's just steez, then you shouldn't be talking about anything. That's just steez. That should not be your steez at all. Even be it, 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 it should. It, it, it should not ever be a steez. Let's I, get that I, clear. Not word. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Exactly. And, and with Logan Morrison, he's trying to get the Yankees and Dodgers in trouble. So yeah. But that's like, that's that's. That, I feel like see, this is the problem. That's why I know there's a lot more that goes into to cheating in baseball. Because right. look at what they're doing. Like, anybody can literally say anything about another team because everybody, I think everybody in baseball cheats. Like, right. Oh, of course. I've Like, obviously, you know, the podcast knows I've boxed, so I know how boxing goes. There's a whole bunch of cheating in boxing. Yeah. And I feel like baseball is literally the same thing. Why do you think it's America's most, like, beloved sport? Because it's corrupt. Because it's corrupt. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like that's the issue. It's so much money and and that goes into this because there's no such thing as a salary cap. Right. So they're just gonna be like, "Yo, we're gonna pour in money. We're gonna get this money how we can." Right. So if we're gonna cheat because the next t- team is cheating. Then that's what we're gonna do. Exactly. And 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 listen, I think that it's all about saving face with the MLB with stuff like this because everyone knows everyone cheats. But I think like when it's so it's so blatant, and you and you get caught. Mm-hmm. That they're gonna they're gonna crack down on it, so I think that I think it's gonna be a, a big. This is gonna be like a big like monitor around every MLB team because we, we the Royals could be doing this for all we know, and they right. still stink, but they could be doing it. Never right. know. Side so, note: Question for both of you, right? What's up? Since we see the thing with the Astros and the cheating scandal, even back to football with the Patriots and their scandal. Mm-hmm. Question for both of you: Do you think that technology is hurting sports? I would say. Yes and no, because this technology stuff, the cameras would not be a thing about 17 years ago, 20 years ago. It wouldn't be an issue. Now, the problem is, now, but, but how it benefits is, is that you don't have to get on the phone with a coordinator to find out well, you, what you do. But like the, 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 the Surface Pros that are being used, it helps for, for baseball players and football players. Yeah. So you think and it helps the product? It helps the product because Does it hurts the gamesmanship. It, 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 low key, yes, low key, but it's it it's it, it's all about how you go about it, and and I think you can say the same thing for the for officiating, because yeah. you have cameras for officiating and you still stink at it. Yeah, that's goes for baseball, football, basketball too. Like. I think it depends on the sport. For me, I feel like it, it it's it's a it has a lot of pros and cons. Like the pros I'd say is the way the game is now being watched and the way the game is now being like, you know, uh like uh played. Mm-hmm. Because now you can literally know what you're doing wrong in game. Right. Like players can see the film and be like, Alright, I know what to fix for the next play. I know what to do for the next, you know, uh batter up. I know what to do when the next Anything goes on because they can actually see it in real time. Mm-hmm. That works perfectly. And I think that the viewers, the fans, we get to now see that in uh, real time as well. Right. Because we would be sitting at home like, oh, that call is fake. That call shouldn't be reversed. That, you know, we, we're saying our own thing, but they didn't have cameras for them, you know, uh, to watch that. They yeah, couldn't yeah, replay yeah. anything. But I do think it's hurting the game, uh, game shit because now you're literally... Just ruining the game. Everybody's They're cheating. They're giving an inch and taking a mile. Right. Yeah, like everybody's just gonna cheat now. Mm-hmm. Like how you brought up the Patriots. 
I had nothing to do with technology, but it's so easy to cheat because right. of technology. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I guess if we learned anything from this is that winners do sometimes cheat and cheaters do sometimes win, but you don't snitch. I think that's yeah, that's the moral. Well stop said. Snitching. Well, yeah, stop snitching. Stop snitching. It's ridiculous. Six nine out, man. <laughs> No more sixty nine jerseys. And and and, and, <laughs> and and listen, if some way, some way, somehow, Logan Morrison or Mike Fry sees this podcast and and it has something to say about we what I have to say, I will definitely call you six nine in your my, face. My my we Twitter username is Cauley C A U L E Y mm-hmm. underscore ninety seven. Talk to him. Talk to me. Talk to him. I need ooh, we ooh. we we need we need the exposure. Big trust. Screw it. We I need. don't care. Bring it. I don't care. All right. That's the end of the segment. Now go to the next. All right, it's time for what's on your mind. So, Nate, go first. So, let me uh start by this. I want to give an applaud to the WNBA. Uh, let me just pull up the contract, the new contract. Real quick. All I know is I feel like they're finally seeing how hard WNBA players work. Because, yes, it may not be the same revenue, but those are still, you know, they they going out there every day, working out, Mm -hmm. going hard, just as well as the men are. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for them to finally get uh, maternity leave. Getting paid for that, like, how are you not getting paid for that? Before? That should have, that should have, that should have been the first it. thing that, like, that. Why is that a pro? That that's that's so so crazy. behind the time. Yeah, right? like, so what behind. is what are we in medieval times where we don't care about them? Nine mm-hmm. to fives get that. How you don't? Yeah, yeah, you don't even have maternity. Let me just get the contract real quick. So pretty much, I know that they're getting the top players are getting a uh, triple of what their salary is, and it's gonna, I believe, go up to five hundred thousand dollars, something like that. Um, and that. Each player is now going to get their own room and hotel and that their family is now going to get benefits and things like that as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud because now we're in a time where people are getting real equality. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy to me how we can literally have a job so high uh, risk of getting injured and never being able to walk again. And you're telling me I can't get paid for maternity leave? I'm not even a woman, and I feel disrespectful. So, so I have the contract details right here. Do you want me to read, or do you want to? Oh yeah, you, you can read. Okay, so agreement spans 2020 through 2027. This is the CBA. Yes, just, new okay. CBA. Yeah. Uh, seasons with mutual opt-out provision after six years. Increased salaries for highest-paid players from seventeen thousand. Uh, no, wait, one hundred seventeen thousand five hundred to two hundred fifteen thousand. With other benefits, the league's top players can earn cash compensation in excess of five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Players will receive full salary while maternity leave, annual child care stipend of five thousand dollars, and guaranteed two bedroom apartments for players with children. So there you go. Okay. And it's now twenty twenty. How long is that? that you know, I was just reading that, and I'm like, how? How does that slide through the cracks? Exactly. That's, how is that not even illegal? Like, I feel like, how are you telling that's, me? That's that's like a little, little, well, not, not fully, but it's not kind of hard labor to me. That yeah. That is yeah. hard labor. Yeah, You're telling me I can go break my leg, but you can't pay me for having a child? Right. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's that's absolutely ridiculous. Female basketball players play overseas. Yeah. Right. More they money, make more, more money. Benefits, right. all that. So. Right. 
So, are you done with... Yeah, that was okay. what's on my mind. So, yeah, I like this so, whole so, equality thing, man. Yeah. Pay, I, pay them women. Listen, listen. And I think... better than me. There's a, <laughs> Way better than me. Yeah. Yes. Taller than me. I ain't gonna lie. I'll get a couple buckets. You're not getting no buckets. I'll get like... If we playing game, what, game 12? You playing Maya Moore? You think you're getting a bucket you, on you Yeah, I'll get a nice every play. You score, you score, you score. I don't got to take it out. Woo, lay it up. You scored on us a couple times. You, you scored on Brittany Griner? Nah. Hell <laughs> no. Nah. Nah. I'm going to call my cousin Demarcus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my cousin Demarcus going like, to come yo, see about him. Come, come on. Yeah, come down. Is he around, talking man. that talk again? Tell him. <laughs> Boy, all right. So, so to move on, I actually, before we move on, I want to say this. We see what the WNBA is doing to improve the product internally. It's up to the women to really, really invest into the product because you can talk, you can talk to the men, and, and at the end of the day, men is going to be invested in men's basketball, and that is that's the that's the deal. But um, I think that women have to be, you know, because. We know women love to stay together, and and this is a, this is a time where y'all need to you know really invest into the product. Even if you don't really watch basketball, like buy a shirt or two, buy buy a buy a hoodie, like yeah. just show your support. It like you don't need to watch it per se every game. You know what? I don't mean to cut you off. What's up? But now you just gave me an idea. I feel like we should definitely buy some some gear. I I I I I'll, I'll, I'll buy a I'll buy a, a Mystics and a Liberty shirt. I'll buy a Liberty shirt. I ain't gonna hold you. They fire. They fire. Yeah, they all. They that or, or Sparks. Oh yo, I said on. Mystic Sparks. What the hell get the nah, Mystics from? You, talk. you talking about the Los Angeles? Sparks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah. Jesus, we're wild. We need to get. Hey, we gonna get educated, but trust me, this is important. One hundred percent important. Now, right. tell us what's up. <clears throat> I got an issue. Got a big issue. Talk okay. about it. It's an issue not just with football, which I'm going to talk about, but sports, and but mostly football, right? Mm-hmm. Why do we not respect greatness? Or why are we so quick to move on from greatness? And my thing is this, right? And we're so quick to, to what's the word I'm looking for? We're so quick to put greatness on a player that hasn't proven anything. Premature coronation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Case in point. Um... Patrick Mahomes, right? Mm-hmm. His first season, he started great season. We called him the best quarterback in the game. Now, granted, he is, but mm-hmm. still, it was kind of early because it was just one season. Tom Brady, who was Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., born August 3rd, 1977. Played at the University of Michigan. Right, in San, Ma- San Mateo, California, I believe. What is he in year twenty twenty one something like that? He st- he got drafted in twenty two thousand one. So, like about twenty seasons. Uh, two thousand two thousand or two thousand one. I, I, I was one. It was nineteen ninety nine. I don't know. I, I think he's playing Orange Bowl towards uh, nineteen ninety nine. Not the yeah. Orange Bowl, Citrus Bowl. Something like yeah. Anyway, he has about twenty seasons in the NFL. Started off a little rocky, but has became has become the greatest football, in my opinion, the greatest NFL player to ever play. Two thousand. Right now. You made a face. Yeah, I think I think well, I think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. But the greatest play, I mean, I mean, Jerry, Jerry Rice exists. But oh, even that's a little. Listen, they're, I don't know they're right. That. Lawrence Taylor's up there too. Listen, but that's, I, that's I, for another day. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm gonna take your time. Though. I'll definitely pull you wrong that time. Okay. Anyway, back to this. Twenty seasons in, 
Great <coughs> Randy Moss, but yeah, continue with that. Stop. Okay, stop. Okay, yeah, I'm listening. According to him, he's not even he's not even the greatest wide receiver. So why would we even put him as greatest player? He just said Jerry Rice. Bro, I don't care about Jerry. Rice. I'm, I'm talking about accomplish accomplishments and right. You know, and, and he's not. I don't know. Anyway, to back to Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Okay, mm-hmm. let's go back to him. All right. Twenty seasons in, had a great career, great accomplishments. All that, the whole nine, right? He had a down year, right? Mm-hmm. But there'd be age, attrition, a, a sorry wide receiver core. Yes. Sorry. Okay? Injuries, lackluster talent, all that, right? Mm-hmm. He has a bad year. And now we're quick to say he doesn't have it anymore. He's too old. He can't play. And now he even talks about Belichick getting rid of him. Which I think I don't think Belichick could get rid of him, but I think Tom Brady is going to leave. Cause I, my, me personally, I think Tom Brady is tired of Belichick and he wants to, you know, have new scenery. Mm-hmm. So I say this to say, to not sleep on Tom Brady. I feel like once he gets out of this situation with the Patriots, which I'm sure he will, and he moves on, and he gets an actual wide receiver core that can actually catch. Where are you going? He's going back to the Super Bowl. Back to the Super Bowl. With whom? With what team? That's what I'm asking. Oh, that's kind of... Like, where where do you see him doing What do you think is his best situation? Best situation? San Diego. Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles. My bad. Listen, it's common mistake. Common mistake. I'm getting used to it still, you know. Still, yeah. They don't belong there. I think San Diego is the best situation. Negative. What? You see... I personally believe. I, I personally believe if there is a team that would reach out to Tom Brady, it would be the Chargers. That's what I, I right. but but this the problem. They would reach out, but he's not going there. That's what I'm saying. Because I, 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 I you, you know something. I can't see him leaving New England. I'm sorry. I, I don't can't. see that either. Well, reports showing that they they cleaned out his suite and he's moved to Connecticut and he's so who knows? Maybe he's kind of and you see? Did you see the uh, IG post he put up? I did. It was some very cryptic, you know, word wordplay that he put in there. Now, do you, do, now you know. do you think that's by design to try to like stir the pot a little? I think I think it's definitely a power move. He wants to get the uh, fans on his side and get you know public opinion on his side. Now, one thing that's interesting to me is that New England said they're not going to give him a hometown discount. Right. That's 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 it's interesting. Tom Brady's going to want his money because he because like the play of his caliber, he's going to want his money. So that 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 gives me close to pause, but I will say this: Tom Brady is not the same Tom Brady. We know this, and yeah. um, I think a lot of it has to do with his receivers because I think when you have good receivers, you get to a groove, and and you saw like a couple of overthrows or just like bad throws. That's because of his receivers. He he doesn't have receivers he trusts, and he can't get into a groove. They can't even and, run the and, full wide receiver tree. Exactly. Exactly. So I I believe that we are a little quick to move on from greatness because greatness comes in. People are picky about greatness. We don't. We want to see certain people be great. Right. That's why we don't really like delve too into who like you know like Aaron Rodgers for example being great because people have like a, opinions about Aaron Rodgers. We don't want to um, crown Odell Beckham Jr. the the best wide receiver in the game because he has antics that makes him pretty annoying. Like, well, that's for some people. That's for me. But, like, nerve. we just we just had, huh? The nerve. Well, he's annoying. But, 
Um, you just hate him. I don't hate Odell at all. Hate I really you don't hate. I hate on Odell at all. I don't hate Odell at all. So I really don't. But mean? am I gonna call him out? Yeah. What he did last night was corny in the national championship, but that's what two hundred thousand for the miss. He, he was exactly. he was he was doing too much. For How the you camera. doing too much? Bro, they just won. What you mean? They, they, yeah, they just won. Give exactly. the kids their moment. That's what he was doing. No, he wasn't. Exactly. they had the moment the whole but, game. Yeah, what you mean? That no, we won a championship. That's where your moment comes. And right. they were smoking cigars. Uh, Joe Burrow, that had bad a man. That's He's a, a bad man. Yeah, man. 65 total touchdowns, six interceptions. He threw for, what, 5,600 yards? He didn't even play for three years. He played for two. And and I just want to thank the Lord that he did not play for Ohio State. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because that that would... hurtful for you. Oh, my God. (laughs) He'd have dropped 80 on us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, suck. Yeah, we suck. We stink. But, But I think that... Brady has an opportunity here to really get a lot of fans on his side. To be an absolute killer. He has a because chance to just shut He could right be the face LeBron. Because when LeBron was a villain, he was in Miami. And he, he, he went absolutely crazy. It's when he was with the Heat. Because he was playing the Celtics. They were down in the series. And he led them to a series win eventually. But, he has the opportunity to go psycho Tom on a team that, that's not hated. Chargers aren't hated. They only hated by San Diego. Hmm. Or, well, no, no, not even San well, Diego. No, they even hated by LA because. Philip Rivers. Phillip he's not hated. He's, he's cooked. Left a bad taste. He's cooked. Yeah. I, he's left a bad taste. In he's cooked. Home. And I think he should retire. Personally. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what team could use him right now. I really don't. But he's, he's cooked. He needs to go. Probably the Dolphins. No. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Tua's going to be a Dolphin, most yeah. likely. That's the only yeah. person. It's gonna be two and Fitzpatrick, which I don't not bad, not bad. But. My prediction: Brady goes to San Diego. I mean, Los Angeles. I did it again, right? Los Angeles, Belichick and the Patriots. They tank, and next year they get Trevor Lawrence, and then we really get to see. So Jared Stidham's gonna be the quarterback of the Patriots next season. Of course. I'm sorry. Did you say Trevor Lawrence is going to um, Patriots. Patriots? Watch, watch. I said no. Off. I actually believe you. I said that in my head. Watch the watch. That would be something. I think unless they find a way to get Tua this year, which I doubt. I don't think they will because they've. That's not gonna happen. They have to. They have the capital trade. They, they have, have the capital to, trade. Yeah, but my problem is that I don't think that they're to gonna it. actually do that. Because it all depends on Tom Brady. That's why I yeah. say Tom Brady has the ball in his court and he controls. Literally. He literally controls their future. Cause yeah, Bob Crabb loves Tom Brady. Like, can you say the same thing about Bill Belichick? Yeah. Uh, I can't really uh, think of sorta. anybody that Belichick loved. Lawrence Taylor is the only person he probably yeah, <laughs> to be honest. Say, <laughs> to be you, honest, you gotta love that man. He yeah. over there blocking everybody for you. Of course, of course. <laughs> so, what you mean? Yeah. All right. What's on my mind? Over the weekend, I'm taking a little scroll on Twitter. You know, like I always do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw wrestling beef. I like wrestling beef. Wrestling, wrestling beef is cool, but it got yeah. it got serious. Tessa Blanchard of Impact Wrestling, who is the current world champion, by the way, which is going to make what I'm about to say very egregious, put out a simple tweet. I, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying word for word, but it's basically saying, you see what women can do when we stick together. About a couple, a couple of wrestlers quoted it and said, you're a bully, you put people down, and worst of all, you called a black woman the N-word to her face and spat in her face. What's the reaction 
She's the, she's the world champion now. There is wrestling to fans on Twitter that are supporting her. Y'all know me. I'm a wrestling fan to my very core. I am a large wrestling fan. But wrestling fans, you guys suck. You're terrible. I can say much worse things, but I'm not. I'm gonna keep it PG for y'all. Y'all are so invested in characters, you can't separate them, and that's bad. Because I think a lot of times, you guys see a character, and be like, "Well, that's how they are," and and that reflects in Instagram comments. When someone turns heel, you say you're sucking. You're a terrible person. Mm-hmm. But in this situation. This person's a heel in real life. Now, granted, these are these are accusations, and the, the timing of it is a bit strange because she was slated to win the world championship. Everywhere. Wrestling mm-hmm. fans that don't even watch Impact knew she was going to win the championship. Mm-hmm. But now, we got people that are saying, you guys have said things in the past that you probably regret. You guys are act like it's so perfect. You guys act like, yeah, you haven't done things to hurt people in the past. Let's say, for now, forget all that. Let's focus on holding the people that you support accountable. And this goes to the the contemporaries of Tessa Blanchard. A lot of people are coming to defense, even black men. A a wrestler of Scorpio Scott from AEW showed a picture, captioned mood, and it shows him hugging Tessa Blanchard. As a black man, you, you, you hear the accusations. And then that's what you post? Moose from Impact and support. Like, I, I don't give a damn if she's engaged to a, a Mexican. She dated Ricochet from WWE, who's an African-American. I don't care. Y'all do realize racist people can have friends of opposite um ethnicities. Yep. And still. Well, and, and, and still, we there's, there's a concept that, that goes over people's heads to this day. And I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But... What my rest, my message, message to wrestling fans and the, and her contemporaries, y'all need to really start holding wrestlers accountable. Y'all will do it for anybody of lower standard, but let it be someone who's the who's a company's world champion, and y'all will come up with any excuse in the book to make it seem like she's a good person. Now, granted, like I said, these are accusations, but let these be true. And if they, these are confirmed rumors, I do. I want to see accountability. I want to see all this. I stand for tension BS that I'm seeing on my timeline. Shame on y'all. Y'all need to be better. I'm tired of excuses. I'm tired of excusing hate. And this is a, and wrestling has been embedded with with sexism, racism for the longest. But a lot of a lot of it is all and a lot of it has been. Um, for the past year, it's been sexism. Right. Sexism is is kind of sort of kind of sort of dead in, in wrestling and nowadays. Mm-hmm. Now, just because we're in support of women, we're not in support of women who are hateful and bring other women down. That's exactly what they accused you of doing. Right. So, if y'all want to choose to support that, go ahead. Shame on y'all, but I'm not gonna do that. Y'all ain't got my support either. And just and I think she made a speech after she won the title saying, I've worked so hard for this. I've worked so hard for this. Like, you're, you're Tully Blanche's daughter. You got to see a silver spoon in your mouth. What are you talking about? I, t- I, saw, the, I saw the clip myself when she was talking about um, how she was like, oh, you, you can't. You don't think anybody else has said anything 
uh, bad about somebody. Clown. Yeah, like how does what, what are you talking about? That has nothing to do. Yeah, with nothing, you. It, it, we talk about <laughs> we talk about now. Yeah, we, we about like right listen, now. like listen, because because the Mae Young classic was about. Three years ago, she was involved with it, and you would think that someone of high of her standard would be high by the WWE. She did it. It has nothing to do with her ability. She's excellent in the ring. I've watched her. She is really, really good. But you know what? When you have an attitude problem, ask Enzo more how that how that uh plays out for you. Yes, sir. I mean, as a wrestling fan, it is kind of hard to like separate like, the character yeah, from the person. The character makes the whole entire thing move. Like. You get invested in the character, not so much in the person's personal life. So when you kind of like, when you find out things about them and you know things they did, it kind of it's kind of hard. To, yeah, like, it it is a, it is a it, it is a like, man. It is a conflict of interest, right? Because Stone Cold's my favorite wrestler. I don't need to get into what he's done, right? Even like, um, the whole Vince McMahon when he said what he said on air live TV. Vince McMahon's done a lot of crappy sh- crap right. stuff, yeah. but he's because we're so invested in who he is as a character, it's kind of like you let things slide. Which, I mean, it's not right and it's not fair, but it's like, you know. I'm sorry. It, it, maybe it's just like a personal thing with me. I don't tolerate racism. I don't tolerate bullying. Those are the two things I do not tolerate. Do you, two, those, those things. With the things that she did. And yet people are saying, y'all done things. She's name, She ain't perfect. I mean, to be fair, a lot of notable high-name wrestlers have done questionable things. Oh, of course. Oh, Rachel has been we accused of being racist and yeah. a bully. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton, Hulk Hogan, yeah. Kofi, all this Red, Randy Orton's confirmed. Hulk Hogan is confirmed. Yeah, but. so it's like, but they're still beloved because it's just that whole, I don't know, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and also, also, like, also, because I, I was talking to, I was talking to this about my friends, mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior, it has a whole award named after him. He was a sexist, he was a racist, and he was a homophobe. Yeah, so and, it's like, but once you get so invested in that character, it's kind of hard to to know, separate detach it, and you know. While I, I understand that, these are probably the same people that that see this stuff on the timeline from other people and mm-hmm. say absolutely nothing about it. Right. Only when it's applicable for them, they want to speak up. I don't, I don't like that. That's and fake. That's the yeah. It's, it's fake. fake. That's that's the craziest part about it. Because that's what I was gonna tell you. It's it. She she'll be the type of person that will say something about a guy saying something sexist, but you can't see where you went wrong when you're saying something racist. Exactly. That's what that's what makes me annoyed about the situation because you'll be the first person to bring it up. Exactly. But all I gotta say about the situation is our truth for president. I don't even like Tessa. Our <laughs> so, truth is so entertaining. That man. that man, I honestly, our truth wasn't in my top five. But our truth is definitely my top ten now. Because hey man, listen, he's he's extremely entertaining, and I think, and I, I hate to say this about our truth, he's one of the biggest underachievers in wrestling history. Definitely, he's one hundred percent. He has his character has evolved, and he's done well in everything. Even little Jimmy was entertaining. Little Jimmy is a is a visible little kid, and he made it entertaining. Yep. But but I mean, we we, we kind of know why. We kind of know why. He didn't get the push. Oh, no, we know why. We know why. I know yeah. why. But know at the end of the day, the same people that know why, we still respect it. So unfortunately, and he 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 has respect in the WWE. Oh, one hundred percent. That's why he's still there. Yeah. So trust me, I, I'm happy for him. I just need him to, you know, continue. But but you know what? One thing about our truth. Before we close, one thing about our truth. He was the first black NWA. Well, first black NWA world champion. World champion. Yeah. It's crazy. 
honestly, that's good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. NWA champion is very prestigious, so that's that's some good stuff. But yeah. fellas, this has been a solid episode. Very like solid. very very solid. We haven't report. We haven't recorded about. Couple of months. I, don't know, I forgot. I didn't even last whole job. We came in here and freestyled everything. We really did. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> we really, really did. But let's get back at it. I know I've said this before, but let's legitimately get back at it. We well, we on it though. We made today happen. Yeah, we talk things over. We are gonna share with our little, and you know we're gonna we're not keeping secrets. We're not oh, keeping bro, secrets. Bro. It was just uh, comments. Snake behavior. It, 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 listen, <laughs> we ain't snakes, but we said we gonna fill you in. We gonna fill you in. You ain't got. You ain't got be on. You ain't. You ain't got be on no rebel stuff. This group. Nobody came to see you, Otis. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I like where this going. Let me get my power play. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. But uh, but uh, people. We'll see y'all next next week, maybe this week. I don't know. Never know. But you never know. We might pop up on you. Yes. So, look out. We'll be posting soon, and we'll be back soon. So, take care and have a wonderful night. Peace. Till next time.